Chapter One, Present Day. Tegan sucked in a deep breath and walked into the large amphitheater classroom at Duke University. She had begged and pleaded with the dean of the history department to let her add this specialty class to her teaching rotation, the first of many she hoped. Looking through the small pane of glass into the room, she was pleased and surprised to see the room filling up, and she hoped the course would be a success. It appeared that there was still a lot of people interested in a few one hundred year old unsolved murders. With one more deep breath, she smoothed down her navy pencil skirt, tugged at the long full sleeves of her bright blue silk blouse, and pushed the door open. The low rumble of conversation sounded throughout the room. She stood in front of the lectern and faced the assembled students, hands clasped in front of her. She waited as the conversations dwindled to nothing, and the assembled students sat forward in their seats as an air of expectation filled the room. Tegan moved to the side of the giant screen behind her. A single click of the remote in her hand caused a gruesome scene to flash onto the screen. A dead woman on a table, her eyes wide and staring. A chorus of echoes sounded from the assembled students. Welcome to History 301, Special Subjects, Jack the Ripper. Tegan looked at the shocked faces of the students in front of her. She had their rapt attention, which was a new thing for her. In her previous courses, she'd watched students typing away on laptops or smartphones, not taking notes, but instead exploring the vast interwebs and putting selfies on social media. Tegan knew this class would be different. The students were actually interested. The subject matter was more intriguing than even she had thought it would be. The house was full and the students engaged. Every teacher's dream. This case is complex, and there have been many books, both fiction and nonfiction, written about it. There are suspicions that Jack was a member of the royal family, a painter, or a butcher. His true identity is lost to history, but in this course, we will discuss the different murders attributed to him, the so-called Canonical Five, and how this, the world's first known serial killer, shaped the history of policing. Today we will go over a brief history of the cases, and in subsequent lectures we will go over each in detail. Your final in this course will be to use the information learned throughout the semester and the in-class readings to come up with a theory of who the real Jack the Ripper was from the long list of potential candidates. Shall we begin? The students nodded, their eyes glued to the gruesome scene splashed on the screen. We will start with this, the first of the canonical five. These five murders are definitively attributed to the Ripper, and there is debate that other murders that happened before and after these five might have also been his work. The first victim was Mary Ann Nichols, known as Polly, killed August 31, 1888. The autopsy photo flashed onto the screen. Found with her throat slashed all the way to the vertebrae, cuts to her abdomen, and her intestines exposed. Annie Chapman, the second victim. A picture of Annie at the murder scene showed on the screen. Found September 8, 1888. Her throat was also cut twice, and she also had cuts to her abdomen. This time, the Ripper took a trophy, Annie's uterus. 
Elizabeth Stride, the third victim, found September 27, 1888. This was the only witness crime. The Ripper did not finish his crime, and Elizabeth only bore the telltale neck wounds. Catherine Eddowes, the fourth victim, killed the same night as Elizabeth Stride, the most savage killing so far. Her intestines were removed and placed on her shoulder, her body butchered, her uterus was removed, as was a kidney. There is speculation that this murder was so violent due to the Ripper's frustration at being interrupted during the previous murder. The fifth and final member of the Canonical Five was Mary Kelly, found November 9, 1888. Mary Kelly was the only victim killed inside, in an apartment she rented. She was mutilated, with pieces of her flesh strewn around the room and her clothing burned in her fireplace.